It took years. But finally, I was able to get over what happened to me the summer I spent at my granddad's house. I realized I was in a weird place in my life, and I just assumed that all of the sundown shadow stuff was some kind of general paranoia mixed with an anxiety condition that I've had most of my life. Recently, I went on to graduate from college and moved to the big city. I guess I figured the noise and chaos would help drown out those memories and fears even more. And for a while, it did. I landed a job at a media agency, which frequently sent me across the city to capture photographs of various events and locales. One evening, my boss assigned me a peculiar task. Photograph the old abandoned theme park at the city's outskirts for the higher-ups. I wasn't too sure what it was for, but thought it was a pretty cool assignment anyways, so was happy to do it. The park was rumored to have been closed down due to various accidents, but some said there were other mysterious reasons as well. As I approached the rusted gates of the park, a cold wind blew, rustling the faded banners and old posters stuck to the fencing. The sun began its descent, casting long, eerie shadows. The perfect light for a shoot. I unlocked the gate with a key I was provided by my boss, and got to work. As I stepped into the park, I tripped over this thin little string that had been tied between two short posts, blocking the entrance, snapping the line. Not thinking much of it, I continued into the park, beginning to capture the desolate beauty of the Ferris wheel roller coasters, and dilapidated booths. After a few minutes, I came across an old arcade at the back of the park. Intrigued, I entered the building. Inside, classic game cabinets lined the walls. I pulled down a lever at the front, and the consoles flickered to life, displaying games that showcased many beloved characters from throughout the years, which inspired me to start taking a lot more photos. As I walked deeper into the building, I stumbled upon a particular game. It was titled Sundown Shadows. I froze in place. What a weird coincidence. As I watched the screen, I was even more blown away than I was when I had first seen the title. The intro screen showcased Sonic the Hedgehog running through an abandoned theme park with Mario, Pikachu, Mickey Mouse, Spongebob Squarepants, and a whole host of other classic characters from throughout the ages. However, they all looked slightly different, like knockoff versions of the real ones. The Sonic one looked possibly the strangest, though. His eyes had no pupils, and he had this menacing look to him. Not to mention in the cutscene before the game started, he was just hopping and smashing these cute little forest creatures which was obviously out of character for him. My curiosity got the best of me, and I began to play the game. The storyline seemed to be a reflection of the theme park's history, with each character representing a different era in time, and the dark incidents that occurred there. I shuddered as my character entered a black and white version of the park, and showed Mickey Mouse disassembling parts of rides, watching as they broke down, injuring guests. Then there was a scene where Sonic was just jumping out of bushes and grabbing children from their group and devouring them in there. 
The crunching and chewing sounds he would make were so disturbing that I decided to leave the park altogether and just head home with the photos I'd already taken. When I walked outside of the arcade, I suddenly saw a bush shake up in the distance ahead. Already being pretty on edge, that really triggered me. I started jogging toward the entrance of the park. I began hearing the sound of growling coming from beside me, along with the sound effect from Sonic when you grab coins. As I ran past a coaster up at the front of the park, I turned a corner and was met with an unbelievable sight. Standing up ahead between me and the exit gate was a group of those monstrous versions of beloved characters from the game. Mario, Pikachu, and Spongebob stood at the front, staring at me and drooling. Then they slowly started approaching. I tore off to the right and cut through a gift shop and out an exit door leading out of the park. I bolted toward my car and jumped in, shoving my keys in the ignition. Something slammed down in front of my hood and began ramming the glass. It was the Sonic the Hedgehog with the plain white eyes and hideous face. I peeled the tires and was able to turn, throwing the creature off the hood, but couldn't see where it landed. Panicked, I floored it and took off away from the park. As I headed back toward the city, I caught my breath and was finally able to consider what I had seen. The link between my granddad's farm and the theme park was undeniable. Both were connected to these entities, morphing into familiar figures from different eras. But what was up with that arcade cabinet? And why did it seem like I was at the center of this whole thing? I knew I couldn't run forever. I had to figure out why this darkness was connected to my family. So that night, I dove into some extensive research about the theme park and its history. I unearthed some old news articles and testimonials from former employees and visitors. Turns out, the park had a grim history of accidents, mysterious disappearances, and unexplained phenomena. There were tales of people vanishing into thin air, strange sightings after dark, and all sorts of other crazy things. However, one thing I really didn't expect to find out was that an owner back in the early days of the park looked like my grandpa. In fact, after further analysis, I realized it was my grandpa. I checked several articles and discovered he was one of the original investors back when the park had first opened. Another name also kept recurring in my research, a man named Samuel Blackwood, the eccentric founder of the theme park. He had been known for his obsession with nostalgia, always seeking to recreate the magic of bygone eras. Rumors swirled that he had been involved in mysterious rituals and had made a dark pact to preserve the park's existence. I decided to call my parents and come clean to them, hoping they could somehow shed some light on the situation. When I called, my dad answered, and I cautiously broached the subject of Grandpa, the Sundown Shadow, and the theme park. To my surprise, his reaction was not immediate disbelief. Instead, he revealed that his father had been a guardian of sorts, tasked with keeping the Sundown Shadow at bay, although he wasn't aware that his father became possessed by the thing. He explained that the theme park had been created by his dad's friend Samuel Blackwood, to serve as a prison for the malevolent entity, trapping it within the nostalgic confines of the park. 
But over the years, the park had fallen into disrepair, and the sundown shadow had grown stronger. Just waiting for someone to guide it out of there, and back to a populated area where it could do the most damage. My parents had been trying to protect me from the truth, hoping that I would never have to confront the dark legacy of our family. I realized then that it was my destiny to confront the being and put an end of its reign of terror once and for all. I just had to figure out how. As I put on the TV to go to sleep that night, I thought of something that sent a chill down my spine. What if Sonic had grabbed on my car after I threw him off? I picked up a baseball bat and walked over to the parking garage to inspect my car. My heart raced as I looked around the trunk, and there to my horror, I saw some deep claw marks indented in the bottom of my bumper. I went back to my apartment to try to figure out what to do, and as soon as I opened my front door, I heard something fall over my bedroom. I slowly walked back there with the baseball bat raised high, and when I opened the bedroom door, the room was dimly lit by streetlights outside. But what I saw was a nightmare come to life. Scattered around my room were the same monstrous characters I had seen at the park, standing in front of a broken window. Sonic, with those empty white eyes, was crouched on my bed, Pikachu near the window, and Mario was sitting in the corner, chewing on my metal trash can. I guess somehow Sonic must have led the others to me as well. My heart was pounding so loud, I was sure they could hear it. They slowly turned to look at me, eyes glowing, the tension in the room palpable. Sonic dove towards me, and I swung the bat hitting him to the side of the bed. I ran out the door and slammed it shut. I could hear them thrashing around inside, but I didn't wait to see what they'd do next. I piled as many things in front of the door as I possibly could when my phone buzzed in my pocket. It was an unknown number. I answered hesitantly. This is Samuel Blackwood. You must listen closely. I saw you on the park security cameras. I know that the ring of protection has been broken, and the shadow is free. I swallowed hard. I didn't know I broke anything. It's alright. You just need to listen to me now. Get them to follow you back to the park and reseal the ring of protection behind them. It was the string that encircled the perimeter that you stepped on when you entered. Quickly cover yourself with a comfort food and they will be attracted to you. Then drive your car back to the park and hopefully they will follow you inside. Then run as fast as you can to the arcade and leave some more of the food in there. It should keep them busy while you escape out the entrance and reseal the ring. I was in disbelief. Comfort food? I questioned. It's symbolic. The very essence of nostalgia and comfort which draws them in. They feed off these emotions. I quickly ran to the cabinet and doused myself with maple syrup, opening the front door to the apartment. I then moved the items piled at my bedroom door and threw it open. I raced back to the parking garage, the monstrous figures not far behind clearly lured by the scent. As I leapt into my car, each of them jumped onto it, pounding and banging on the windows to get inside. Stepping on the accelerator, I floored it out of the building and towards the park. They battered and scratched and chased the car until I would slam my brakes and throw them off. Then I would slow down again and wait for them to catch up. 
Arriving at the park, I sprinted straight to the arcade, pouring the rest of the syrup on the ground as I ran. They all ran in after me and went after the syrup on the floor. Except for Sonic. He came towards me and I froze. He growled as he sniffed the syrup dripping off my pants. I had my bat ready, but before I could do anything, he just went after the syrup on the floor with all the others. Exhausted, I stepped out of the arcade and found a mysterious old man waiting. As I approached, I realized it was the park's founder, Samuel Blackwood, recognizing him from the article I had read. Come, we must repair the ring, he whispered as he guided me to the front of the park. Him and I quickly made our way to the gate. Stand back there, he murmured as he pointed to the string on the ground. He unrolled a new twine from the spool and handed me one side of it as he unrolled the other side to go and wrap around one of the posts in the ground. Now tie yours there, he whispered as he took a bag of powder out from his pocket. I tied the rope to the post on the right of the entrance as he tossed the powder on the string. Suddenly I felt a burning sensation on my hand as I let go of the tied rope. What the? I tried to touch the rope, but I couldn't anymore. Samuel gazed at me, forlorn. I truly am sorry. What do you mean? I yelled as I bounced off the invisible barrier, stopping me from stepping out of the park. Your grandfather has hidden his secret a long time from me. I didn't think it could be inherited, but it seems that it can. Don't worry, though. He will soon be joining you. What are you talking about? I I'm not one of them. I yelled, starting to panic. Then why can't you cross this barrier? Samuel asked as I repeatedly tried to jump across. I'm not one of them. I screamed repeatedly as he slowly walked to his car. I have been here in the park ever since, just typing away on this old typewriter I found. Hoping that someday someone will come back and let us out. I still can't believe it. How could I be one of them? When I'm me. But then again, maybe I just think I'm me. I guess I'll never really know.